Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. Now, we have a very, very exciting episode for you today. Alexis, Billy, and I were kind of reminiscing about how fucking awesome Killing Time has been over almost a year since we started. We're talking about all of the crazy moments that we've had, and we thought that we would compile all of our very best moments from Killing Time right here for you. I mean, we've talked about everything from the debate of if you wash your legs in the shower to wearing socks to bed, like, does that make you a serial killer? To literally making fun of Billy's hat pretty much every single episode. So we hope you enjoy all of our favorite moments and let us know your favorites after in our Facebook group. Here we go. I am so fucking excited right now. I'm nervous. Like it's our very first episode of any podcast we've ever done. And I am so freaking stoked. We are in person. You guys are so close. I can touch you. We're drinking Aperol spritzes. We're having a good time. Honestly, it does feel like cosmically it's all aligning. It's our first time recording again in person. And it's we're launching this brand new sort of baby yep. episode to accompany the first degree. We're super excited. because so The gang's back together. And... Killing Time's sort of taken on its own uh, personality and identity, and we're here for it. I do have a question. Have you now named this Killing Time? Because we made this outline, and it was K-I-L-L-I-N apostrophe. Is this now the new thing, Killing Time? Isn't it Killing Time? No, it's not. It's, it's Killing Time. Killing yes. Time. In the proper Queen's English. Okay, I'm going to leave it with this question because I do not understand what it means. Oh, perfect. comes from Stacy, and she says, was pain really part of a boy band? Uh, yes. And can Wait, you, can you elaborate give us more on context? <laughs> um, where do I start? <laughs> what was the boy band? When was it? How old were you? What Wait, happened? How old Wait, was it? Was it and can you impact? share a single with no. us? Uh, how old are you? I'm 33. Okay, so you're our age. When was the boy band not, like? Not, not my age. So not back in age. like, is anyone Billy <laughs> besides a founding father? <laughs> the short version of the story is right out of high school. I started making parody music videos that i was like shooting and putting myself and my friends in did and you upload them online yeah they're okay. all on youtube they and stuff uh no a lot of them still are still there oh. Hey, oh. I, I know what i'm doing I this totally afternoon out, can, exactly. we cut, myself. can we cut one in right now at Go this for part? It. Yeah. Yeah. there is a you could spend at least a couple hours looking at some of this shit oh my god i can't nice. wait yes. but uh that eventually evolved into making original songs and original music videos oh. and are they good uh uh, some of them are okay. Uh, I mean, to, I, I cringe a, a little bit now, but uh, some of it is is not that bad. It was more like I was like kind of like a pop singery rapper dude, you know, and back in the age of like, like three or three and like oh three oh, those kind of things. Okay. Oh, three right? three. Right. So like panic, it's got a lot panic? of those vibes. Like no. a panic three or three. No, three or three is completely different. Three or three is like three or three is like rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of the vibe. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I did that for a long time, and you know, we we made money, and we, you know, we we had record deals on the table. We we turned them down and stayed independent. Wait, what was your band called? It's called your group, Right Side of the Tree. Right side of the I'm tree. Gonna regret, oh, yeah. I'm gonna regret saying that. <laughs> What's the wrong side? Thing? Right side. You don't want to know the wrong side. Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. What Is does it, it mean? It's Is literally that I don't know about? the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> I was. Just drunk at my lake house with my friends and running like full speed down to the water. And I was like not looking. 
And then there was a huge spider web, like right here. And I was like, go to the right side of the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I, my God. I, I thought, like, in that moment that I was like, oh my God, I figured it out. Like, that's, that's it. My, my that's destiny. It. Right side of the tree. And they're like, totally. really? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then, listen, happy, fuck, yeah. here I am. Wow. Ha- having, <laughs> having tried to come up with band names. That's a that's oh a dude yeah, that, yeah those are always <laughs> hilarious. Well, none of them make any sense. Anything's <laughs> a band name right now. I Wait, mean. <laughs> I love that so much. Thank you for ending this on such a high note with that story. Of course, this. I appreciate it so much. That was perfect. I love this pain. This was a true delight. I know. Thanks for coming. Thank you guys. Coming. Did you have as more fun than us or as much fun? <laughs> I think I had as much fun. I feel yeah. like more yeah. was the right answer. But oh, yes. oh okay. <laughs> I'm like, what kind of question is that? Well, <laughs> well, I don't know how much fun you had. So I mean, yeah. you had like well, a, sh- if you had like this much fun, I'd be like, well, probably about the same. She know? has been drinking for two hours longer than you. I don't so know. Then you had more fun. I don't know yeah. what it's like to have fun at all. <laughs> so, all right, so everybody, thank you uh, so, follow, so much. Follow Pain on Instagram. Okay. They're already see, following us. Listen can, to fucking can, Up and Vanish season three. And listen to Up and Vanish season three. And uh, where else can we find you? Uh, I guess just Google me or something. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, look, I'll oh, look up his boy really band. Right side, of the, tree, right side, right side of, of the tree. Right side of the tree on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> I can't wait to do it yeah. later. Oh, my you God. Really, you make gonna... it go viral. What if, like, there's, what if it becomes so big? Billy, it was supposed to be a goodbye. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but no. We do, what if like, it becomes a reunion so big tour? that there's, like, a reunion tour? Yeah. Uh, you man, can open up for my boyfriend is in a band. I'm sure some of my friends would definitely be down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're into it. I can't wait for this to happen. <laughs> We're doing it. Jack the Ripper. Everybody knows Jack the Ripper. Yeah. Now, there was, uh, you know, the Scourge of London, probably the most famous uh, serial killer ever, probably the, the guy that kicked off this whole entire genre that we're in. Now, in the early 60s in London, there was someone that was killing sex workers who were found undressed near the river, and the press nicknamed this guy Jack the Stripper. Which I don't, I've never heard of. Have you heard of, Alexis? No, but it sounds erotic. It does. <laughs> I honestly thought it might have been like a magic mic. Honestly, I don't right. trademark pending. <laughs> It's I'm not sorry. a terrible idea. Isn't don't these monikers usually go to serial killers that they can't find for a while? Yeah, like my like not fav- somebody that like turns themselves in right away. Exactly, but my favorite and Jack, we love to talk about this. My favorite serial killer who proposed his own monikers was BTK. Of course, BTK. Yes. BTK, and I mean, if we must remember, well, we have talked about this on the podcast before, but it was a long time ago. So I think that we can revisit BTK's monikers. Right, the his first self he wanted to be the. So he was sending correspondence. He was playing cat and mouse with police and he was suggesting monikers. And one was the Wichita Strangler, the Wichita Hangman, the affix- Asphyxiator, which is too fucking hard to say. Yeah, we've had to say that a lot on the podcast. And he also wanted to be, what is it? The Garoke Phantom. The Garoke Phantom. Yeah. And he had several that he was really trying to, but BTK, well, here's the thing that I think people forget. He suggested BTK and that did stick. Mm-hmm. And that probably gave him I so much. I hate that. I hate, I hate that. I hate that the police gave him that. I hate They should have called him like the small dick, the small dick man. That's right. <laughs> it doesn't have a ring to it. And that's the point. What would our names be? Oh. If we were criminals, not necessarily serial killers, but if we were criminals. Lex the Annihilator. Lex the Destroyer. Lex, wasn't it Lex? 
The pulverizer. <laughs> I like the I mean, pulverizer. I'll just keep going. I like Lex the pulverizer. Lex the liquidator. Ooh. That's pretty good. A little some alliteration in there. Yeah, you need an a an, an, an wow. Lex and, and I'm tall. Lex the long liquidator. <laughs> that sounds like some like credit check. Lexi like, long legs the liquidator. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like a giant scary spider. Billy, I feel like you never start. All right. I'm going to start. It is the summer. Yes. Water parks. (gasps) All right. Now, water parks sounds like a good idea. Yeah. In theory, Mm. it's really hot out. You're going to go to an amusement park where you're going to be able to cool yourself off. Mm -hmm. As somebody that loves themed entertainment, loves amusement parks, don't like them okay because it just seems a they're incredibly dangerous gross b they're very gross and c it's just a recipe kind of for disaster counter argument lazy river you can't beat a lazy river but what is grosser than a lazy river i just like i'm cringing thinking about that water that probably has like condoms in it no and honestly like walking around barefoot stomping in like the wet dirty like water puddles around the park Uh, and stuff like uh, it's so fucking gross and it's seeping with chlorine because they're really trying to get rid of all of the germs urine but however child's urine there everybody knows the smell the smell of the chlorine mixed with all of the germs and the dunk and the and the heat and like yes the dead skin and the honestly sorry bodily fluids yeah like and and the band-aids because you'll always see four or five band-aids just floating around well you just you know what that smell is like you can smell it right now i know everybody listening you know what that is it's It's not cleanly it's not the chlorine smell of pirates of the caribbean it's not that that's also bad that's wonderful how no, it's not. It smells th- like mildew. No, the parts of the Caribbean smells very bad. I can s- smell that right I now. Smell as right well. now too. <laughs> Billy <laughs> just took his mic, took off. His mic off. With Jeffrey Dahmer, I didn't know this. I'm sure many people do, but he obviously lived in that apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And during his time when he was killing and eating his victims, he was making sandwiches for his neighbors. And so upsetting. Yeah. And people had taken them and uh, I'm assuming probably at least tried a bite or two. And then obviously didn't know in retro until in retrospect that those might've contained human meat. Sandwiches for his neighbors. Yeah. What kind of, what did he say the kind of sandwiches were? I have no idea, but can you imagine it's almost like it's like the Elisa Lamb thing where all those people were drinking the water of the Hotel Cecil. I had no it's, idea. And they're like, the water's yeah. brown, but I'm going to drink it anyways. <laughs> and then you find out later There's the reason why. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. So we also need to talk about Armin Muies. Yes. We need to talk about this fucker. All right. So, Jack, you want to take it? Yeah, so he was a German guy, and this was in 2001. He posted an ad on the internet, and it said he was seeking a a well-built person between ages 18 to 30 to be slaughtered and consumed. Now, you would think that, you know, people would see that ad and be like, absolutely not. He got over 200 responses to this ad. Hmm. And he finally got this guy, Bernd Jürgen Brandes. I said that really wrong. Bernd Jürgen von Brandes. To come and meet him. They met. Yes. They 
had sex. Yes. Then Muez cut the other guy's dick off. And then they both ate it together. Dick? They cut his penis off. They ate it together. They said he tried initially tried to mm-hmm. consume the penis raw, but it was too rubbery, which is mm-hmm. so gross. Mm-hmm. Then he decided so to fry the penis with butter and garlic, but he ended up burning it. Yes. Okay, so he fucked up the penis, and then he just let the guy bleed out and die, and then he ate 18 kilos of meat, which is how many pounds? How many kilos are in a pound? I'd say several. Many. That is a, several. That's a lot yeah. of human meat. And he said that he used salt, black pepper, and garlic to cook the meat. So Ooh. he's a oh. fucking crazy yeah. motherfucker. And just like a little note, this guy is a vegetarian now. So, oh my god, in he prison, went, he went from eating meat, human meat, to no meat at all. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So there's also weirder art cannibalism. Art cannibalism. Yes. So this is a new category. <laughs> no, this is a category that I titled weirdo art cannibalism. Sure. Yeah, that's yes. <laughs> tracks. It's a, you can find it on Wikipedia. So there's a guy named Rick Gibson. And allegedly, allegedly, because <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> if that is his real name, he ate a slice of human testicle, human, 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 human testicle in London. And then he went to Vancouver and tried to do it again. But Vancouver is like, no, dude. Well, Vancouver has a law, like yeah. a cannibalism law that apparently the UK doesn't have. Yes. Oh. So Vancouver's like, dude, come on, like, like put down the testicle. Give the testicle appetizer back. Yes. Sure. And uh, yeah, he was he he was stopped for that. But you know what? He just fucking you know he probably is still doing his thing right now. I no, he, he said right he said fuck it, and then he ate the piece of testicle on the steps of the Vancouver courthouse. That is bold. I know. Bold. Bold. Bold or bold or. Balls, balls deep in <laughs> you're fucking going balls deep in your beliefs, my friends. I know. I mean, shit like that. You know, None of this is okay. Uh, yeah. No. Also, though, it's just like, what about eating your own fingernails? Is that cannibalism? Okay. All right. I'm gonna stop you right there. All right. Listen. I I know most of our listeners are female, but. <laughs> Or like eating your own boogers. Cannibalism. Yeah, yeah, yes. Testicles. Or like a hangnail. Yeah, eating your own <laughs> testicles is a little different. That wasn't his own testicles. No, that's that's narcissism at its finest. Oh, is, is. It re- is it really? Yeah, like, oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah, no. So many people were asking you to put your hat on the stand. Yeah, well, so. you know what? I think that's going to be a, a t- that's more of a tent pole event. Yes, I'm going to have to have. Literally, the Catholic supply store killer was wearing one, Billy. You need to just know when you've called. Throw in no. the hat, man. No. Throw in the hat. Right down I, the drain. I do think. I mean, maybe you save it up for our first live show. That that, that, that is the be, moment yes. that we're really debating the hat, and we can have audience participation. I think everybody in and the audience. And you symbolically throw it into the fire, which is actually the audience. Yes. And then somebody gets to wear the trophy of Billy's head home, <laughs> and then never to be seen again. It's like it's like almost it's next best to scalping Billy and mm-hmm. taking his hair home. I wonder what like depending on the firstie that catches the hat, they'll either burn it or worship it. I think they become the queen of the podcast or king. Yes. Like I think whoever gets the hat 
They, we they answer to, to them. No, they, yeah, <laughs> we they, answer to them. They're they, our boss now. They, yeah. yeah, it's like catching the bouquet. They have to start a podcast then. Okay. And they have to do it every week for the next five years. Oh, my God. Maybe that's how we decide our first podcast on the First Degree <laughs> Network. first Degree Network, yes. not a bad idea. Like, I, like, and you know what? We it doesn't even have it to, to someone. It doesn't even have to be true crime. It's whatever they whatever choose. Whatever they're into. If they're into knitting, go for it. So, honestly, though, this is a, a legally binding contract. Mm-hmm. You don't catch that dirty hat. Unless you want a weekly podcast. Nobody ever called it dirty. No, not dirty like there's filth on it. Like dirty the connotation. But also, Billy, I see like you walked in today with a very sweaty head. I can only imagine how dirty it would be if the hat was also on it. All right, but but I will say this. That wool hat (laughs) sopping up all your your salty sweat. (laughs) It probably has like the salt stains all over it and shit. And I know Billy wears that hat when he's hungover and doesn't wash his hair. So that is a grease-stained Jensen hat. Sick. There's so much DNA just seeping into that wool. Plant it at a crime scene when you throw it at you, but just go put it like <laughs> be like a siren chaser and go throw it at the scene of a crime. Yeah. All right. Well, all, all good ideas, guys. I, I'm really I'm glad that we're flushing this out like in real time because yeah. it's good. It, now it has to happen. It's Feels on the great. record. Feels great. Well, when we come back, more of our favorite killing time moments. I took French in high school. And I was so excited that we were going to France for Jack's wedding so I could practice my French. And it was only when I got there I realized just how rusty I'd gotten. And I wanted to communicate in French with the locals there so badly. If you can relate to this experience, then Rosetta Stone is right for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You can choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a quick and natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is so convenient, and it can be used on your desktop computer or as an app with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the First Degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Everybody loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story. So it's going to take you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. I'm really feeling this because Lex and I both are really like into Gatsby stuff right now. So I am loving the vibe of this game. And you're going to step into the role as June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. It's perfect for all of the firsties out there. There's mystery, danger, and romance as you search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris. And you can customize your very own luxuries a state island. Think expansive gardens and beautiful buildings and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree, and when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV, and that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a 
a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. I love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com first. Thrivemarket.com first. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. I don't know why socks came up in the beginning of our podcast at some point, but this is why, maybe why I correlate wearing socks to bed with serial killers because Ted Bundy had a sock obsession. Like he was, had like a fetish for socks. And I have a quote I would like to read. This is so a Bundy. This is so Bundy of him. This is so Bundy. He says, this is a little bit long, but stay with me. He says, one of my fondest dreams is to have all the underwear and socks I could ever conceivably use. It's one of my fantasies to be able to wear new socks every day. And I must admit, I have had three or four dozen socks all purchased on stolen credit cards. Even in Pensacola, I went to a shopping mall and bought some socks. I was buying socks everywhere. I've got a sock fetish. No question about it. I must have six or seven pairs right here with me in my cell. I'm very close to my feet. That's fucking gross. Right now, I'm lying on my back with my foot propped up on the bars and I'm studying my toes. For a good portion of the night, they're probably the most attractive feet you'll ever see. Socks are such a serious part of my life. They're so very important to me. They kept reading the list of socks all in court and I felt proud. Honestly, it didn't even begin to occur to me that people might wonder why I had all these socks. I just felt proud that I owned all those socks. Like a man who stands at the back of his ranch house and looks out over the range and sees all the cattle. I feel like socks are a euphemism for something else. Like Is he, he writing that to a to a female fan? I don't know what this quote is from. Oh, it's in Hugh Ainsworth's book, Ted Bundy, Confessions with a Killer, Bundy himself said. First of all, the fact that he said like the Pensacola thing, that was when he had escaped prison prison, yeah. and had gone to Florida and he's going and stealing socks and, and buying socks with a, with also, a, with a credit card. Also, once you're in prison, things get very small. 
like socks, no but this was a is, no this is a he was a free man obsessed with socks this wasn't like i'm in prison i have nothing else to do i'm gonna start obsessing over socks like when he was out and about he was stealing socks all over the place and it didn't even it wasn't a didn't seem like a trophy thing he wasn't stealing them from his victims he was stealing them from the mall new brand new socks you know though this guy also is obsessed with like bashing people's heads and stuff yeah you know so like anyone listening if you're like bundy's sock obsession is my sock obsession you should look inward and be like what else am i obsessed with and make just check yourself and make sure everything's Mm -hmm. okay yes you know because bundy didn't have it all right and figured out no no he didn't (laughs) so when you're going to the mall and trying to steal some socks from contempo casual or something just unless it's a thrill unless you've been working at your nine to five with no recognition but see this was obviously so uh, enough of a thrill for him that he is mentioning it that like the thrill of stealing a sock well since they took murder away that's what he had to have i guess so that's that's all he's got left to like fawn over the socks okay the last part of this quote it says the only time i began to have a little bout of sheepishness (laughs) sheepishness sheepishness was when i read about a white sock with a blue bar and a green stripe on the toe those are odor eaters sounds like gucci was getting too personal (laughs) sounds like that gucci those gucci stripes well that's that's green and red but yeah right I mean, it's sorry. So anytime I think about somebody sleeping with socks on, I immediately think about this, this excerpt from this terrifying book. I think that I told Alexis about my church camp experiences. You loved it. Well, I loved it, but we did some bizarre things in church camp. You didn't tell me that. You told me you loved camp. I did tell you when we were drunk. God, my ADD memory is poor. One of the things that we did at church camp is... Seances? No. (laughs) No. Wow. That That would be against protocol. (laughs) But honestly, I I mean, the things we did might have been worse. So one of the things that we did in church camp, we played all these weird games. Oh, my God. I remember this now. One of the games was they gave us a raw cow tongue. Oh, my God. This game. You told me this like last week. A raw cow tongue. And what the competition would be is there'd be two people with a raw cow tongue in their mouth. And you would have to bite on the cow tongue. And pull your head back and swing it. And then the person who threw the raw cow tongue with their mouth the furthest, farthest, won. This sounds mm-hmm. illegal. That was one game. Another game was there was um, a tube. They'd give you a tube between two people. And they'd crack a raw egg into the tube. Put the egg into the tube. And then both of the people at each of the ends of the tube would blow as hard as they could on it. Okay. And the person that the egg went into their mouth lost. What camp was this? Was Church this, camp. This was Fear Factor camp? Church yeah. camp. Church camp. Was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. The tongue thing is strange. <laughs> my least favorite... <laughs> My least favorite game that they played. Meanwhile, I never played any of these games. I was just you did. Right? You sat out and you're like, whoa. I sat out. Did you go home and tell May your mom? Yes, I and did. What did she think? She was like, don't play, play any game. of those. The last <laughs> game was a person would go up onto the stage and they'd take their shoe off and then they would put Skittles in between your toes. Oh, and then you another person had to eat the Skittles out of their toes. Wow. And then whoever ate that- the Skittles the fastest would win. But anyways, that was my camp experience. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so I wonder what you're going to choose for this one. <laughs> but I loved church camp other than those weird games. I'm so-, so I'm going to read this as we received it. I saw on Facebook how you want cringeworthy stories, and I've got one. Due to the work I am involved in, 
I'm not going to say what it is because I want to protect her identity. I do not want to put that publicly for Facebook to see. A couple of years ago, we were short-staffed on a weekend that I was scheduled to work. I was asked to stay back at a funeral home and catch walk-in families, calls, etc. Well, we had about four different families walk in within minutes of each other, and the phones were going nuts. It helped the people in the order that they walked in, one of them being there to pick up their mother's cremated remains. Mm. Cremains is what they're called. They brought their urn elsewhere and asked me to put the cremains in that urn. Our funeral home policy is to not put cremains in any urn that the family didn't purchase from us. Oh, mm. so they brought an outside urn. It's like mm. a big Lebowski when he gets the yes. And he, there's an extension to this yeah. statement. We broke one years ago, and the family made us pay for it. Oh. Uh, yes. So due to that liability, we stopped doing this altogether. Since I was there by myself that day, no one would know that I took it upon myself to go ahead and do this. Going the extra mile and helping this family out. Oh, no. Good for you, girlfriend. Oh, no. I took the cremains and the urn back to the office and then got flustered when the phone kept ringing and more people kept walking in. It was a busy day. Mm. Busy day. Mm. Cremains abound. abound. And maybe half of their mom's cremated remains spilled onto the floor (laughs) maybe more than half question mark question mark question mark a carpeted floor Mm -hmm. oh no i could not pick it up Mm. i did try but to no avail then i got my shoe and rubbed the cremains into the carpet until it blended in Oh, or the naked eye would not see it. Oh, no. That's that's where we crossed over from an accident to 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 the worst thing you ever did. Brave soul who is sharing with us, (laughs) and we commend you, by the way. She still works there. I cringe so hard every time I put myself back in that situation. Every time I walk into the office, I'm reminded that this woman's cremains are buried in this carpet. <laughs> Someone is missing half or more of oh their mother, God. and she is on the bottom of my shoe. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> and in the carpet. It's awful, and I pray I don't go to hell. Wow. Well, you know. Can I can I start? Sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go I ahead. am I got speechless. I love you for this, and this is a mistake I would make, and that I would try to bury because it's accidental. It's, yeah, it's rooted in anxiety and people pleasing, and it's accidental. There's no malice here, and it turns into a bigger situation than it should have been because you didn't like cop to it. But there's no reason to cop to but it. Then if you cop to it, then what? It becomes a bigger problem. So you actually did the right thing. Mm. Like, oh, what are you going to tell this person? Some of your mom is in my carpet. No, you did the right thing. Here's what there's I... no way out of this. There okay. is no way. And it's all, you're right. It's there's it's no not malice. rooted in malice. How many it's rooted times... in an accident and then the fear that how, stemmed from there. How many times has anybody that's listening to this right now, like accidentally knocked over a cup on a table? I mean, it's really the same mm. Kind I'm of so thing. flattered. You think that's the most benign thing I've done? <laughs> I've done tons of accidental shit. No, I'm saying that's how accidental it was for her for accidentally oh, knocking oh, over of the course. Okay, of but why? You know what? I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Um, you have this 
these ashes on the carpet. Why sort of double down and just rub them in the carpet? Why, you, Why not try to pull them? How? Wait, buy, a br- buy a brand new vacuum cleaner that has nothing else in it, uh, and then suck them Billy, up and then bring them in there. Billy, Why? because it, you have to involve a, your boss. You have to, it's, it becomes a bigger problem, and like I, I, and I don't dis- also like pulling up a bunch of junk in the carpet. Carpet is fucking disgusting. It's really disgusting. It's also symbolic. Ashes are symbolic. They're fucking dead. <laughs> it's symbolic. Mm. Like, oh, really? There's some spilt out. She's supposed to get a brand new vacuum cleaner on her funeral director workers. Sa- like, come on, you know, to sorry. Suck up. Listen, what's worse? You having half of a clean ash mm. or mm. is it worse to suck up a bunch of dirt, grime, bugs, junk, uh, disgusting shit from a carpet and then add them to the ash? Clean ash. Right. Well, clean let's- ash. <laughs> So on the stand today are handshakes. Ew. Mm-hmm. Handshakes. Something that probably shouldn't have been there to begin with that got pretty much abolished during COVID. Mm-hmm. And now I've made at least three handshakes within recent times with people that I did not want to handshake, mm. but I felt obligated to. Can you name these people? I'm not going to name them, but I also didn't want to touch their... Like, it's also August. It's muggy. We don't want a sweaty palm exchange. No, no sweaty palm exchanges. And also just, I mean, in general, I... COVID, the one good thing about COVID is it made everybody hopefully a little bit better about their personal cleanliness and washing their hands and just like not being so dirty and really recognizing when things are disgusting. Sure. Mm -hmm. So touching somebody else's hand that I'm like, I don't know. You could have literally taken a shit today and not wash your hands and I could be touching your hands. Like Mm -hmm. you could have picked your nose with that finger and I could be touching your hands. There are so many things that you could have done with those hands, not washed properly that I don't want on, on my person. Your dog could have gotten sick in the car. And you had to clean it up and not wash your hands. Like, think about yep. how de- the depth you of disgust. You could have helped give birth to a baby and, not, <laughs> and not wash your hands. I'm sure that's happened yes, dozens all the time. of times. All the time. <laughs> At least two dozen times. <laughs> At least two dozen times yes. since the beginning of humanity. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think, I really don't think handshaking should be optional. And we should have a, I honestly don't mind a hug. I love hugging people now because I'm like, mm-hmm. I've missed human contact and I love a hug. But I'm not touching their nastiest part of their body. Right, you're touching a clothed part at the back where no one touches. No one touches that. No one touches your upper right shoulder no. over the clothes. No. <laughs> like, yes. I've been touched so few times there other than being oh my hugged. God. Somebody could That's have, a safe zone. Somebody could have given a hand job to completion and not wash their hands. <laughs> That's right. But you know where hand jobs never culminate? On the back. The upper right shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. Hugs are safe. I don't mind personal contact. Mm -hmm. I want it. I want to hug every person that I come in contact with. with. (laughs) I miss it. But no more handshakes. We should abolish them forever. Or if you're going to handshake, you carry two latex gloves. You get and one you, person. you make it a thing. You make it like a thing of honor from olden times. Okay. And you're like, sir, I, I wish to shake your hand. And you hand them a glove and then you both pull it on all creepy. <laughs> yeah. Like you're a and creepy scientist. Snap, snap it. it. Like you're in a Blink-182 cover. <laughs> and then you can shake. 
you know, Actually, like make it, a, if yeah. you're going to lean into it and make it a thing, then practice safe yes. handshaking. Well, and then also think about where handshakes came from. The origin of handshakes was so you, you knew there wasn't a knife a, in a, somebody's a, Yeah, you knew that arm. they were supposedly, yeah. Wait, can we bring that fear back? Because like <laughs> I had, okay, wait. Yeah. How are people hiding knives in their arms? <laughs> like, is there like a bracelet I can get or like, well, I'm sure now you could, it's probably very easy to hide a knife in an arm with all the technology we and have can now. It like, Absolutely. Can it like snap out like I'm Wolverine from yes. like fucking, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, this probably exists on Amazon. You could probably get it primed to your house. You in probably two days. can get it today. Actually. All right. Yeah. I'll look that up. While, so uh, unless, and honestly, unless we're bringing up like the, the sheath up in the elbow, sure. I mm-hmm. think that we don't need a handshake. Yeah, yes. not at all. A head nod will do. <laughs> yes. Have you ever been at a concert and then someone comes on the stage and they've got a giant, like, gun? <laughs> no. A t-shirt gun. A t-shirt oh. gun. Okay. And then they start launching prizes yeah. into the audience. Yeah. And... You're just like so angry <laughs> because you were enjoying yourself and now you're living in like envy and jealousy because you're like, you can't get to that prize that's being plummeted <laughs> into the crowd. <laughs> if you were in a field alone, like you, you might have the agility to get there, yeah. but there's too many people in the way. It's like catching like a bouquet at a wedding, but there's 6,000 people. It's like catching the bouquet at the wedding and like. It's up to chance. You can't control whether you win. Okay. Okay. So there's prizes coming left and right. I haven't been to many concerts where they have prizes. <laughs> they launch t-shirts into the crowd or like plush toys, whatever people use plush t-shirt gu- guns for. Okay. You've seen them be used. At, at sporting events, definitely. Yeah, t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> right? And you're just enjoying a game. Uh-huh. And then some dick bag over here gets a shirt and you didn't. And suddenly your night's ruined. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a personal vendetta, but okay. No, this is actually, you know, I don't like junk, but there's people who want that Mm t-shirt. Yeah. And I just imagine, imagine you're, anything's possible. Okay. I'm saying out with the t-shirt guns, you can pick them up on the gift table on your way out. (laughs) Okay. First of all, (laughs) yes, you can buy them at the gift table. Yes. But, um, uh, yes. Yeah. I I agree. The t-shirt guns is a little, uh. It's a little much. A little you guys, gr- little nothing aggressive gets too. people riled up more than <laughs> shit like that, though. Yeah. We did it at our Lady Gang show. I wasn't a t-shirt gun, but I threw a period panties out into the audience, <laughs> and it riled people the fuck up. Uh-huh. People love trying to grab. It Literally, it's... The, like I said, it's the catching the bouquet. Like, it makes people so excited and so engaged. Honestly, it's a hype launcher. It is a hype launcher. <laughs> it's be- it's better than having a fucking hype man before oh, yeah. a band comes people on. People just want swag. They just want free shit. People but love free shit. For as much as people want the free shit, the people who don't get it and the bitch next to them did, their time is ruined. That's <laughs> they want the That's swag. Right. That's so, right. So what we're going to do is this. is that at, the, at the first degree live show, what we'll do is we will have a gun, but if you catch it, you don't get to keep it. You, you have, have to, to give, give it away. You have to give it away. <laughs> Uh, honestly, yeah. I think that's amazing. <laughs> and honestly, you give it away to someone, but you'll get a different prize. Oh. Yeah, yeah we'll do something. And then yeah. they have to give it away, and then it's you just should, like a chain of prizes. You should give it away to the person who looks the most upset that they didn't yes. get it. Yes. <laughs> Those are the me's of the is, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show your Alexis face. Yeah. <laughs> We're really like budding relationships. I really like this. Yeah. Wow. I think so. Um, I love that this is what you brought to the stand, but like Billy said, it really is a special sports game thing. no i've seen it <laughs> at a concert that's right what one i don't remember 
It was like a WBLI concert in Long Island. Or okay, something. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like something at like a like a pier amphitheater. Okay. <laughs> okay. I could see it at amphitheater at like Jones Beach or something like that. Them doing something like that. Yeah. yeah all right, yeah, there you go. Yeah, They're yeah. a thing. All right. All right. Yes. All right. We're gonna say um, uh, guilty. I'm saying not guilty. What? Not guilty. Guilty. Overruled. Over- <laughs> I love this it. trial. You guys, you wait until we have to do a live show and we got to get the audience yeah. pumped up. You're going to be using one of those t-shirt guns. Now, I do remember non-candy stuff. People that gave out pennies. No. Pennies? Pe- pennies. People once Trump gave out. Change. Take your pennies you back. You literally can't buy anything for a penny. <laughs> well, this I was, thought pennies are obsolete but remember, right now got, anyways. Guys, this is 1930 when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. So, um, and <laughs> See, guys, he makes fun of himself. You don't have to defend him. <laughs> and But I remember somebody gave away ba- uh, like baseball card packs. And I, I thought, thought that you were going to say baked beans. That was really cool. And then baked beans. I thought beans. you were going to say beanie babies. I'm like, I wish I'd gone to that house. A baked beans, not even in a, not even in a cup or anything. <laughs> They just ladled, and you had to eat it. And you're like, may I have some more? Yeah. (laughs) They like they start sifting through your fingers like little beans. Yes, exactly. Oh, delicious. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) the new tradition of baked beans for Halloween is going to come as this podcast gets more and more If it was popular, little mini yeah. cans of bush, I'm not mad at that. Because, I know. You know, there was like this frantic buy for canned goods during the ba- beginning of the pandemic. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't get a can of bushes for, to true. save your life. No. So honestly, like throw them down the bunker, that's, save them for later. That's Give right. me a can of baked beans. You save them for the next pandemic that's on its way in. <laughs> exactly. So. Surely, that won't be the last. So <laughs> count your beans while you can, my friend. Yes. <laughs> count your beans. Okay, well, you know what time it is. We're not going to leave you without our very favorite Costanza stanza from Miss Alexis Linkletter. My name is Elaine and I'm filled with disdain. I'll start with George, who's especially lame. He's bald and he's small and I hate his toupee. So I sought revenge on an average day. Ripped that mop off his head, tossed it outside. It's a shame our worlds had to ever collide. Now on to Kramer, who is shockingly lamer. (laughs) This is true because I'm no defamer. A cigar-smoking hipster with ill-fitting suits, inexplicable hair, an obsession with fruits. The thing about Kramer that I hate most of all is his closeness to Jerry just across the hall. He bursts through the door and slides on the floor, an embarrassment, a nuisance, a menace, and more. My God. Now Jerry is the culmination of my disdain. Seeing my ex all the time drives me insane. Plus, I'm pretty sure he secretly pines for me, although he always pretends to not have time for me. Doesn't he know that he's mine and we're meant to be? Maybe. Okay. Let's say probably. After all, isn't this all for novelty? Okay, back to the focus. These three idiots are hopeless. (laughs) My name is Elaine and I'm full of disdain. Thanks for listening to me complain. Wow. Alexis. That was, that was, that might have been your best one. What? You could honestly have. Chop that up into like three. No, what? but that you were was an yeah. Did I get? Well, I got. Really you were you were you were doing like rhyming conventions that were like Eminem esque. I know. <laughs> oh at my one god, point. guys, I'm so flattered. That, that was, was nicest you've ever been to me. That was fantastic. Bye, guys. <laughs>